From Fire Escape Creation Studios in Burbank, California, this is Go On with Ted and Jeff. And now your hosts, Ted McAnulty and Jeffrey Allen Murphy. Hi, I'm Jeffrey Allen Murphy. And I'm Edward McAnulty. And welcome to Go On, a podcast where we parse through stories told by people from all walks of life to discern whether they're telling us the truth or creating fabrications. How are you doing today, Ted? I'm doing okay. It's just one of those more gloomy New York City days. How are you doing over there? I am doing just dandy over here. I am uh, here with uh, our sponsor for tonight's episode, which we'll get to later. I am having a lovely time. It is a nice wintry day outside. Have you gone outside at all this week? No, no. It's a pandemic. I don't go outside. I think I've gone outside one time in the past seven days. All right. This is high quality intro conversation right here. Ted, do you want to know what this week's theme is? I always want to know what this week's theme is. Yeah, I bet you do. This week's theme is amusement parks. Oh, I love those. Yeah, well, I mean, that is the point of them. They're supposed to amuse. That's why they're called that. Yeah, but I feel like there's a large demographic that goes out of its way to not like the United States. Uh, to not like... Did you just say not like the United States? <laughs> yeah, what? which is true. But <laughs> Man. <laughs> to not like You can take the man out of the Navy, but you can't take the Navy out of the man. Uh, I uh, I actually went to high school near an amusement park. We have a few amusement parks in Pennsylvania, but my first job ever was working at a Perkins restaurant across the street from Dorney Park. Oh, yeah, that was that was really stressful. I was like 16, and it was like the most busy Perkins in the country because it was just all of these people who had were either going into Dorney Park or coming out of Dorney Park, and there's like nowhere else to eat around there at the time. But yeah, I mean, but when was the last time that you like went to an amusement park? The last time I went to an amusement park, I think the last time I went to an amusement park was oh, over ten years ago. Now at this point, I went to what was what used to be a Six Flags near Buffalo, New York. They had a bunch of rides there that were themed, but like they'd lost the rights to the themes. There, there was a Superman ride that was changed to the name of like Steel Man or something. It was knockoff brands. Instead of a capital S, it's a lowercase s. Yeah, and instead of a diamond, it's in a square. I've actually, I've been to like one of those like kind of sad Six Flags. Like there's one up by Lake George in upstate New York. And it has like half a roller coaster. Uh, what? It has like a roller coaster with like one bump on it. Oh, I was imagining a roller coaster that just dumped you onto the ground at the end because the tracks ended. That's it. That sounds like a huge liability. It, it is. Although the last time I went to an amusement park was in 2016 when I was living in Italy. They had a roller coaster there, and you really you really lose faith in Italian engineering <laughs> when you're, like, on one of their roller coasters. Okay, you're going to have to elaborate on that. You know how you when you're going up a roller coaster and you hear the chains going? But with this one, you, like, heard it skip a couple of times. And then, like, you're looking out and you're seeing, like, rust start to form up. And, you know, I guess it was just because they couldn't afford the union to, like, fix a, I don't know what was going on with the amusement park there. But you really sort of took your life in your hands. Kind of like when you ride the Cyclone on Coney Island. The Cyclone, I mean, it feels, any wooden roller coaster is going to feel rickety and terrifying. But they are safe enough. I mean, it's been around for over 100 years at this point. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. It's just, like, every single time you ride 
the cyclone, it's like you immediately need to contact a chiropractor. Amusement parks I've been to include Disney World, Universal Studios Orlando, Florida, Universal Studios Hollywood, Hershey Park, Dorney Park, and Bland's Park, which is a really, like, that's a rinky-dink little amusement park somewhere in central Pennsylvania that we used to go to when I was a kid. For me, it's uh, Bush Gardens in Virginia, Six Flags Great Adventure, Six Flags Something Lake George, and then the Bari Zoo. And uh, it is Six Flags Great Escape Lodge and Indoor Water Park in Queensbury, New York. I am so sorry, Queensbury, New York. I am so sorry. <laughs> I, too, have been to that Six Flags. It is awful. Yeah. For those listening, that's our producer, Gregory Ryan. He is in his secret chamber below the set where he is bound in shackles. Jangle those shackles, Gregory. Things I think about with amusement parks, I think about nausea. I think about Fabio being hit by a goose. I think about... That was at uh, Bush Gardens. Was that? What a bizarre... That is 100%. Fabio and Sully Sullenberger have that in common, flying into fucking geese. Fabio Fabio is the Sully Sullenberger of Bush Gardens. <laughs> I don't even know. Miracle on the Bush Gardens. I don't know. But yeah, I, I, that is one of the first things I think of. I think of people in costumes... I think of, what do you think of? I think of A, deep fried anything, mm-hmm. uh, especially deep fried Oreos. Um, I also think of just getting totally gypped, waiting in a line to then get tired of waiting in that line to go and wait in another line. And then for some reason, always wanting to do it again, like the next day. Uh, another thing I think of when I think of amusement parks is our producer, Greg Ryan, who is a regular visitor to Disney World. Never been. That's a lie. I got that one right. Uh, yes, I have been to Disney World almost every year, uh, except for a, a gap between 2006 and 2012. And obviously, 2020, I completely missed out. Almost made it in January before all of this started. So, Is it like a pilgrimage? It's been rough. It's It's been rough. All right, time for our advertisement. Today's episode is brought to you by my cat, Luigi. Do you need things bitten? Do you want stuff clawed? Do you want your laundry burrowed into or perhaps shat upon? You need Luigi. He's very sweet, he's orange, and he's a cat. I like him, you can't have him, but come and give him a pet, and he'll give you a little doughy-eyed look. Luigi, available in my apartment. Now it is time for us to introduce... Our guest. Our guest this week is Atom Raw Plumber. Atom, you there? Hey, what's up? Not much. Hey, Atom. <laughs> hey, Ted. Atom, for those listening at home, how about you give them a little introduction to who you are so they have context for this story? Oh, man. Um, who am I? It's a good question. I am a, a native New Yorker, born and raised in Harlem, where I currently am sitting at the moment. I do artsy things. I work in event production, like our producer here, Greg. I work with Greg sometimes, actually, as well. Atom is a part of the creative team here. He is a multifaceted artist and game show enthusiast. That's also something that's true about you. Oh, this, this is true. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, an aspiring professional game show contestant. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he, you won $50,000 on a 10, like $10 bazillion pyramid. 
and you got five thousand dollars on who wants to be a millionaire still working on getting the numbers right but you you're on there when is uh jeopardy on the uh, horizon well, I wanted to get on Jeopardy while Alex was still alive, and fortunately, I didn't get on in that time. I'm gonna have to like study for a year before I try to get on Jeopardy. I should try to do it soon before like my brain starts not being sharp anymore. Definitely do. That's 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 what started it actually. Um, watching Jeopardy as a kid and answering a bunch of questions, and my mom being like, "You should go on a game show one day." And it stuck till I became an adult, so I did. There you go. Thanks, mom. Well, she was just like, "I don't want to support you when you get older. Go make some money." <laughs> The, yeah. the old-fashioned way, game shows. Game shows. <laughs> That's how everybody does it. She's like, you're either going to be a doctor or you're going to win a bunch of game shows. That's how it's going to be. Pretty much. Those are my options. It's like, I went to Bronx Science, but then I didn't, you know, the whole doctor thing didn't really work out. So I went on, on TV instead and won some money. Well, let's see if you win some money today on this episode of Go On. Although we don't have any prizes. And actually, if one of us wins, it'll be me. We do have feral cats and blue M&M. We have actually an unlimited supply of feral cats and blue M&M. Well, do you accept Dogecoin? We'll give you 100 Dogecoin. <laughs> How much is 100 Dogecoin? Is that like a dollar? I, th I think so, just about. I think it might be $5. Right? It's $5, yeah. I'll tell you what. If, if, if you, whoever you stump tonight, they will give you 100 Dogecoin as a prize. <laughs> $5 now. But, you know, who knows if Elon Musk gets his way and he usually does. We're just two tweets away. If you can launch your convertible into the sun, you can pretty much do anything, I think. So tonight we have a story from you about amusement parks. Yes. Ed, what do you think this story is going to be about? I think it's going to be about him getting taken hostage by a clown mm. and then his mother going on a a chase through the park while like going into all the usual shenanigans of a fun house, um, you know, ride through the teacups, a calamitous uh, bumper cars event. Of course. Uh, where then shenanigans ensue. Have you been reading my journal, Ted? I found your blog from 2002. So Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, that's an invasion of privacy. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> MySpace blogs are for everyone. Oh, that's true. <laughs> he didn't have a MySpace. He had a Friendster. It was, oh. it was weird. <laughs> Actually, but strangely enough, this story does involve my mother and did take place in 2002 or 2003. So you actually got two points about, about this story correct. So that's creepy enough. Okay, so knowing that, I'm going to guess 2002 to 2003, you and your mom run into a wizened old man by the side of a trail. And he offers you two tickets to an amusement park you've never heard of. You go to the amusement park, which seems to have appeared out of nowhere, and stepping inside, you're transported to a magical plane of existence where people are talking like ducks and robots are slaughtering the innocent, which, of course, would be also, also be a true story. One part of that is kind of part of the story. <laughs> kind of story. I'm excited to I find out what it. part. People talking like ducks. <laughs> <laughs> or robots yeah. slaughtering the innocent. I mean, that that is just a few years away anyway. The robot That is violence. Elon Musk ha has his way with his car in space. Right. What yeah. do we know? First, first Dojoin goes to a million dollars, then we all die. Yeah, that checks out. Last week, I guessed that the story would be false. So this week, I am 100% certain I have no doubts that this story is completely true. 
Well, then I'll take that bet and say that it is false. Well, enjoy paying the Dogecoin, and loser. I will raise. I will raise my wager. What to two hundred Dogecoins? Oh wow! Whoa! Fucking big whoa, money now, whoa, guys! Whoa! 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 All right, all right, uh, all right. I will meet you at two hundred Doge. Two hundred Doge. At Tom, you're you're winning some serious Doge here. Oh yeah, man. What's great is about this is you're going to win no matter what. So you're you're you've already won two hundred Doge. It's really just about which of us loses. <laughs> <laughs> I like those odds. Future guests do not expect a prize. Do not expect a prize. <laughs> this is just for Atom because he's special and pretty. Well, why thank and you? And he is a guaranteed winner on game shows, and we need to keep that. We need to keep that going. You, you can't. You cannot. It's actually legally not allowed to have Atom on a show and not have him win some money. Yeah, got to continue the trend at least. Yeah. So, Winning like, if you're ever on the news, they just have to give you a check. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally, a large one, like a publisher's clearinghouse style check. I'll take that. The theme of this week, as chosen by Atom, is amusement parks. Atom, take it away. All right. So I have never been to the park in Coney Island. That's that's my story. Uh, is this which one is that? That is um, what is it? Astroland or something mm, like whatever that? the park is called, like with all the rides and the cyclone. Like, I, I've never the been. Cyclone yeah. Yeah, I've never, I've never been there. Wait, have you... Uh, Luna, 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 that's what Luna, Park. Luna Park. Luna Park. Luna Park. Luna Park. There we are. Luna Park, yeah. Have you seen the Warriors? Yes, I've seen the Warriors. And you still haven't gone? Did you come out and play? I've, I've worked at the Mermaid Parade, so I've been in the area. And in my youth, at, one of my, at a summer camp I went to and then worked at for one summer, I both as, as a child and then as a counselor took the children to their aquarium across the street. But I've never been to the park. Okay, so never been to Luna Park. Go on. That's my story. True or false? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm kidding. You just broke the show, Atom. <laughs> Slowly turning into this. I am glad. I am glad I chose false. Is that literally the whole story? It's not the whole story, okay. but that is absolutely. I was like, come on now, man. But that, in fact, is absolutely true. I've never been to Coney Island. The- All right, Island. pay up, yeah. Ted. <laughs> yeah, for for the, the the story that I wanted to tell, this involves amusement parks and religion and politics all in one. Ooh, I hope this has to do with that Bible land where they built an ark. Oh man, damn! I oh. really don't want to ever go there. Well, before I get into it, amusement parks I have gone to, which is funny because I've never been to Coney Island, but I've gone to Disney World. I don't know six times, Universal Studios Orlando, also probably six or seven times, something like that. Throughout my life, Six Flags, Great Adventure, uh, Bush Gardens in Virginia, uh, Cedar Point in Ohio, which is awesome, Millennium Force, great roller coaster, so good. But this story involves Rye Playland, which is where the church I went to, my grandmother's church. I'm not, I'm not really religious. I don't go to church anymore. But back in the day, when I went to church with my grandma, we used to go to Rye Playland as like the the trip for like the Sunday school kids. So. This was, as I said earlier, 2002 or three, so I'm about 15 or 16. And I think the year prior we had gone to Six Flags, so it was kind of disappointing to like kind of go back down to going to Rye Playland because it's kind of like, this was before they renovated it. I think it's better now, but at the time it was like a really kind of boring kitty park. Mm-hmm. The best thing was like a bumper cars. 
Um, so the you bumper know, cars the... are frequently one of the better things in a rinky-dink amusement park. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's a great way to get your aggression out towards your family and friends. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Especially like when they're like jammed in the corner and you floor it and you just ram into them, hoping to just snap their neck. Oh yeah, off. yeah, it's 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 awesome. Just... But there's always like one really bad like electric car that yeah. somebody gets. Oh, well, that's yeah. why you got to take like 10 minutes watching the cars go through so you know which one to pick. That That's what separates the professional bumper car drivers from like the amateurs. If I remember correctly, the bumper cars here, they like didn't want people bumping. They just wanted them to like do laps. And it was okay. like, that's, that's, this is, that's just not yeah. fair. Yeah. They're, they're not but, bumper cars. Those are just lap right. cars. Yeah, but we people bumped anyway. Like, who gives a fuck what you're saying? I'm here to bump. Like, it's called bumper cars. I'm here to bump. I'm here people, to bump. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you say. I need a bump. Actually, there's a funny funny part about the bump cars. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But, you know, meet in front of the church in the morning, like 6 a.m., I guess. Get on the school bus. Go to Ripple and, you know, some of the kids being a little unruly because they're children. So we get there. I think this is also the time where my grandmother did the bumper cars, Uh-oh. which was a spectacle to be seen. grandma is where I'm, I think we're headed here. Oh uh, no, no. She she did she did well. She just rolled around. She she mostly went around the action and did laps around people, but she bumped that's, a little bit too. That's such a grandma way to do bumper cars. Was she going ten miles under the speed limit? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, these blinkers aren't working doing hand <laughs> signals out the side. <laughs> and that's how grandma lost her right arm. She's like making a right turn, guys. At one point, someone yelled out, "Hey, look at Grandma!" And I was like, "Yeah, that's my Grandma." Were they? Were, was it yeah. like a, "Hey, look at Grandma!" like derisively, or were they just like really thrilled for her to get out there and smack some children? They were like, "What the hell is this old lady doing the bumper cars?" It was None like, of the "Yeah, it was, it was exciting." That's what? It was. Yeah. It was. They were. They were. It was like a spectacle to be seen at this point. Like seventy-five. She had gotten lost on her way to the toffee. <laughs> no she was <laughs> she thought she was in the parking lot and she thought she was driving home yeah. <laughs> actually no i i did the math incorrectly and she was over 80 at this point yeah Badass. yeah 80 yeah. miles an hour that's way too fast <laughs> for a bumper car she's she's still with us actually isn't she she is she is oh she will be 98 uh next month that's insane going for records yeah, yeah going for it is she still going bumping the cars we haven't been to Ride Playland in a while now, so well, I don't know if she time. would still do it. Yeah, maybe we can go back. Well, uh, well, I've been I've been to church in a while, so that's that's kind of step one. Is that Going like on the we'll church trip? Go at them if you go to church. Do they like make you like show your church membership card at the door of this amusement park? Well, I I only went to that park with my church. I only went on the bus. That doesn't mean once you can't go there on your own. I only would want to go there. I didn't you know. It's a lame park. I didn't, you know, I was rather to go to Six Flags. It was, it was kind of disappointing to go back there. Was, so grandma did bumper cars. I, I feel like we're not even at the story yet. <laughs> um, I mean, that's, that was part of the story. You know, it's a, a fun little side thing that happened that day. We hate tangents here. I'll, I'll get to the, the real meat of it. The, the exciting part. So I crossed off religion because it was with my church. So at one point we're just walking probably going to get some funnel cake or something and we see a crowd of people i'm with my mom and my brother we're like what's going on over there so we walk into the crowd and we get towards the center of the crowd and, and walking there is uh our 42nd president william jefferson clinton 
Was he like trolling for trolling for interns? Is that what you were saying? <laughs> I was not saying interns. <laughs> hey there, you want an intern in my office? So the worst building well, ever. Well, funny you should say make that joke as well. Because what <laughs> happened next was, well, my brother and I shook his hand because at, at this point he was kind of still viewed as like the first like black president because you know we didn't think we were ever going to get it. We never, yeah. You played, the bar we played for being the sax. black was way lower in the '90s, apparently. Oh and yeah, he played the sax on Arsenio and was like, "All right, cool." He's, and we'll, said we'll take he, him. Like, smoked weed or whatever. But like. he, no, he didn't he, inhale. He said that basically he held a joint in his mouth and then put it away. That doesn't make it smoking weed. I I, I once blew into a joint so it would light up so my friends would think I smoked. It was pretty funny because I really fooled them. Still never tried it. So anyway, it was really exciting to meet him. So I shook his hand and my brother shook his hand. While I was shaking his hand, I kind of noticed like Secret Service was kind of like easing forward. Kind of like, okay, that's that's long enough to be shaking the president's hand or the former president's hand. So it was kind of like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm, it's cool. Like, I'm done. Nice handshake. Nice to meet you. Then he shakes my mom's hand. Mm. And he shakes her hand like super slow and takes his time shaking my mom's hand. And he says to my mom, who at the time had dreadlocks like I do said, that's some hair you got there, lady. Looking good. <laughs> oh, my God. And he bites his fucking lip. Okay. <laughs> and my mom is just kind of, like, she doesn't know what to say. She's kind of surprised. So she just, like, says, like, oh, you looking kind of good there yourself? Because she's like, what the hell just happened? The president of the United States hit on my mom right in front of me. Wow. Yeah. Everything, every story about him I 100% believe is true because I saw that shit in my own eyes. That man is a womanizer. And a charmer, but a womanizer. Do you remember what his handshake was like? Though, was, like, was, was it was he like, like a sweaty palm? Was it firm? I mean, did it seem like his hands were well lotioned? <laughs> did it smell of lavender? <laughs> did it seem as though he had been cutting wood all day and he had the calluses? Oh, uh, yeah. It didn't. I don't. I don't think it seemed calloused. No. Did you get a, a is... good look at his palm? Get it like his lifeline and his heart line? Not, I think Secret Service probably would have found upon me grabbing his hand and trying to analyze it. Did he go for the over the hand like boss handshake? No, he didn't do the, the 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 power handshake. He just went for a regular regular old handshake. Did he tickle your palm with his finger a little bit? He might have for my mom, not yeah. for me. I'm I'm really very intrigued by this handshake. I really want to know more. Actually, I mean, it was it, it was a handshake. Like I don't know. Uh, I like I said. You know, did he like lean down and sure. whisper sweet nothings in your ear? Again, he would have saved that from my mom. Yeah, but he didn't. He He's didn't. Like, he didn't go that far with that. That's some hair you got there. That sounds yeah. terrifying, actually, when I do it that way. You oh yeah, not, you, you should not do that. Do it that way. <laughs> not gonna try that at a bar. Um, when you got a pretty mouth. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> All right. I'm not Thank telling you, mom, mom, mom about this episode now. All right. So is that so? She, your mom got hit on by President William Jefferson Clinton. Yes. At a rinky-dink amusement park in upstate New York. Yes. Did you push him? Did you say back up, Mister William Jefferson Clinton? Yeah. Whoa, 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 buddy. We were all just shocked. Like I looked at my brother, and we we're like, "What the fuck?" He really just hit on mom right in front of us was your grandmother there or was she busy no. running over children in the bumper cars <laughs> forgot where grandma was i think she was you know she was old you know so i think she was just sitting down on the was pool, like, old she's know. 98 
Well, I'm saying at the time she was still old. She's still old now. But, you know, so I think she was like sipping lemonade on the bench or something at this point. She was just chilling out. Mm. That's what she does in Mr. Parks. She like finds a place to, to chill. And we go over and make sure she's cool. And then we go on a ride. And then <laughs> How you doing, Grandma? Did you guys like regale your grandmother with like uh, the story about about the story about the president who hit on your mom? Oh yeah, like we, we told it's on my grandmother. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, how would she react? Definitely. Was she like what? Like what's going on? She just laughed about it. I, I, I mean, we we all found it really funny. I mean, we we still laugh about it now. I was texting my brother about it earlier, and he was we were um, talking about a restaurant we had gone to after that day. We were talking about it. And... Sorry, have you ever seen him like walking through Harlem? Like for his office at the Clinton Foundation, and then be like, "Hey, no." Then that was that was kind of funny because this wasn't that long after they they opened the office, maybe a couple of years, um, and I've never, yeah, I'd never seen him over there. But so it was it was random to run into him here. Did after this handshake happen? Did your mom send you off to find your grandma while she had a private strategy session with Bill Clinton? No. Is that the the story there? That's pretty much it. Gotta say, a little disappointed. No one talked like ducks. I didn't hear any robot murders. And uh, where was the magic man by the side of the trail leading you to a mystical plane? Well, it wasn't magic, but my mom and I did run into old men. And also, I mean, like, William Jefferson Clinton is pretty magical. That's true. I'll allow it. But I do feel misled. I'll, put, I'll just put it out right now. <laughs> Well, you might be more misled depending on if you believe that it's true or false. Oh, I already know what I believe because I chose it before I heard the story. <laughs> and that is the American way. Before you hear evidence, you make a statement, declarative statement, and then you stick to it no matter what. Pick your side, stick to your guns, no matter the facts. That is the American way. Absolutely. Uh, what did you have for, uh, for, you said you went to a restaurant with your brother after this. Where, where'd you go? What did you have? It was a restaurant on 125th Street that I don't believe is there anymore. I forgot the name of it. Well, my brother had ribs, which I remember because they were smoked. Were they good? Yeah, I think they were good. But um, he, I think he was alarmed at first because they were like really red inside because they were smoked. And I think it was the oh. first time having ribs prepared that way. And then they were like, oh, it's cool. They're, they're smoked. It's supposed to look like that. And then he ate them and we laughed about the story of earlier. Do you remember what you had to eat? I... Do not off the uh -oh. top of my head remember uh -oh. what I had. story's not checking out. I knew it. Oh, yeah. Come on, Atom. Don't remember uh, oh, dinner I'm I had. Screwed. Uh, I'm going to lose 18, 200 Dogecoin. Not 18. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the, the dinner I had. Was it 15, 16 years ago? What were you wearing? We. <laughs> it was 2002. He was wearing UFOs that were way too baggy with way too many chains. I never got into the UFOs. I was probably wearing like a t-shirt and shorts though to answer that question because it was the summer. So that's what one wears in the summer. I still believe that you were wearing UFOs. I'm actually really glad that like most of the clothes from 2002s have like, like the early 2000s have gone away. Well, I know that I initially said that I thought the story was true based on nothing. But I, having heard all the evidence and having delved deeply into the taste, touch, smell of the handshake have determined that I know for a fact that this is a 100% true story. What about you, Ted? Having heard the evidence and how compelling it is, I am going to make like a Republican senator 
and say that I was still alive. There you go. <laughs> You're going to make like a Republican senator and flee for Mexico. Only to turn yes. back immediately saying, I never was going there. I was just going to pick something up at the duty free. Well, you know, there was this Airbnb that was just up for grabs that like somebody had to leave early. <laughs> and you're yeah, not you had to stay with like on this that. one guy's wife and kids. It was strange, but you know, it was a great yeah. deal. But I was glad that the dog wasn't there. That would have been <laughs> Yeah, well, that dog just really likes the cold. Greg Ryan's head is in his hands right now. Oh, no. He's like, make all the mom jokes you want, but leave the dog out of it. <laughs> well, it's just a struggle because this episode is sponsored by a cat. That's true. Ted and I are both sticking to our guns on this one. So, Atum, is your story true or is it false? It is... True story. Ding, 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 Congratulations, Jeffrey Murphy. You have won, and you get to rub it in Ted McAnulty's face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bill Clinton really hit on my mom in front of me, and um, I still don't know how I feel I'm about sure it. I'm sure she, she was not the only woman who got hit on at that janky amusement park by Bill Clinton that day. Not to... And yeah. so you never vote for him again. I... I, I <laughs> I'm 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 assuming that's why he was there perusing, trying to get some strange. So Ted, uh, I think you know what you have to do now. I have to buy uh, some Bitcoin. No, well, no, no, I, no! I have to buy some Dogecoin. If you want to give him out two hundred Bitcoin, <laughs> I mean that I'll is. I'll take two hundred Bitcoin. That's, that's a, quite a prize. Yeah. For those listening at home, a Bitcoin is worth like sixty thousand dollars right now, and a Dogecoin is worth about six cents. So I would like to jump in with a couple of fun facts that I've pulled up throughout the episode. Ah, uh, yes. Our research historian, Gregory Ryan, from his shackled basement lair, has fun facts for us. Some fun facts about the amusement parks we've talked about besides our Queensberry uh, Six Flags. Luna Park was the original name of Coney Island. It opened in 1903 and closed in 1944. It reopened as Astroland in 1962, and in 2008, it changed over back to Luna Park and reopened in 2010, which is the park that we have today. And all that time, I still never been to it. I remember there was a big deal when Astroland closed. I remember there being a big deal about it, and I guess it got bought by somebody else maybe and reopened as Luna Park. Correct, correct. So we, we all had the right names, but from different periods in history. Our fun Rye Playland, which is actually just called Playland, was was opened in 1928 and has been in operation ever since, minus actually this year because of COVID. It is a U.S. historical national landmark and has been since 1987. Is, is there a plaque to, like, mark the place where Atom's mom got hit on? Is that why it's a national landmark? Well, it, it took that uh, role in 1987, so... Uh, in anticipation of the great event. I think Coney Island was originally like a brothel area of New York City. Uh, I mean, originally Coney Island was an island. Yeah. And uh, people would take ferries out there in like the 1700s to go, you know, wade in the water. But I think like there used to be like a giant building in the shape of like an elephant. So people are still going there to pay for a ride. Well, yeah, it was it was sort of a seaside resort area back in, you know, colonial America. 
Uh, and if I remember correctly, they're not 100% certain where the name Coney comes from, but one of the prevailing theories is that it has to do with rabbits. Oh, I thought it had to deal with ice cream cones. You think everything has to do with ice cream cones, Ted? So I'm very sorry I interrupted the Luna Park thing. That's all I had. That's <laughs> all I had! <laughs> Ted, you're fired. Pack up your things and take them back to where you are right now, which is in your apartment. So next week's guest will be um, my friend Victor Murr, who I had the uh, pleasure of serving with on the uh, USS San Antonio. And I am not sure what sort of story he'll be telling us because he has a checkered past. Is that like he's just really good at checkers? Uh, yeah. If he had played in Washington Square Park, he would be a thousand air right now. A thousand air? Yeah. Wow, set the goals big. I am I am excited for this. I, I would like to yeah. promise to our listeners that eventually we will have a non-male guest. That will happen. It's on our books. Hashtag equality. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening for, to our second episode of Go On, featuring Tad McAnulty and Jeffrey Allen Murphy. With our guest, thank you so much for joining us, Atom Raw Plumber. My pleasure. This was fun, guys. Uh, we'd like also like to thank our creative team, Will Cotton, Adam Rob Plummer, Greg Ryan, and our producing partner, Fire Escape Creations. Oh, hold on. One, one last word from our sponsor. Meow. All right. Everyone stop record. And I am clicking done.